five. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of This Is Sex. Hey, uh, you got, hey, girl, hey, hey ladies. Hey, girl, hey. How y'all doing? I'm ready for I'm ready for some change. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for some change. As I am I. As am I. Warm, corona-free weather. That would be lovely. Yes, I want to be somewhere on a tropical island with my feet up, a nice little drinky drink, and get my tan popping. Myself right now. Lord, Lord, Lord. I'm just saying it's been a it's been a year already. It, it, it had yes, yes. I have a Facebook memory um that popped up today. And a year ago today, I was uh doing Super Bowl events uh in Miami, exactly. living my life, mask for your husband, breathing on people and you people breathing saying? on me, hugging breathing raw air. <laughs> I was I was breathing raw air, raw dog in the you air, raw dog in some air. Wow, I don't even remember what that feels like. I COVID. was raw dog in the air in Miami. I, I mean, can't wait till we can be able to see each other's faces again. You know, yes. I would. I mean, at this point, if California wasn't such a hot zone, you know, we would fly you in. But well, you know, Californians they act like they don't know how to act. Exactly. She's out there on the front lines. Seriously. She's out there on the front lines. Yeah, yeah. We, we could slide her into North Carolina before she went back to work. That'd be a beautiful thing. Wouldn't you know, come on and visit. Come on and visit. Yeah, but you know what? Time. Thinking of just how much life has changed this past year because of the Rona, you know, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about, you know, with us, we're all doing things that uh, our work has been impacted, but we have not not been working due to right. uh, due to COVID. Yes. Um, being in medicine and social work and public health, we are thriving right now. But people we need us. We really <laughs> they, are. This they, is our time. This is this is this is this is our time to shine. But yeah. there are a lot of industries and um, workers, professionals mm-hmm. whose work has uh, been cut, ended. Uh, pay um, wage losses all that good stuff so um it it made me think about um the people who we aren't thinking about right like you always hear about like our uh frontline workers and first responders teachers uh officers all this kind of stuff but we aren't thinking about or i haven't heard a lot about sex workers Mm. Mm -hmm. are they impacted Mm. Like, are they impacted? How are they really working? Well, well, hey, I know nothing that hang down. This worked for me. Right. How have they had to adapt because of the Rona? That's a great question. Well, I guess we should start off with the question is, is sex work work? Because I think that's a controversial topic right there, right? You know, it really is. I mean, when we think of how, um, let's see, how a lot of industries have changed um, and this particular area being one of them with the uh, creation of spaces like OnlyFans um, where people are, you know, trying to 
legalize their sharing of erotic images of themselves Mm. um and then you have amateur porn sites that Mm -hmm. are trying to show more realistic versions of how sex really is without the big production um so all of when you think of all of those things um I don't understand how people can think that it's not work. However, I do see the argument of um, it not being something that's, I'm going to say, easily regulated, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. And that in this country in particular is how we seem to lean into well is it if if it can't be regulated then it's not really work I think too then right the what society views as work right like when we think about having a job you go and you do this or you do that or you have a specific expertise or a specific skill right Mm -hmm. I don't know that currently Mm -hmm. we've thought as sex as a skill you know, or that. I don't know who you've been with. I was about right? to say, it's a skill in my It's a skill in It is a skill. I mean, like, I don't think that we, I don't think the society looks like it's something that everybody does, right? Everybody does. You do it in the confines of your house or whatever, but we don't look at it as, as, as something that is okay to be paid for. Well, but you know, when we think about, when we think about this question, and we look at just in United States history, um, sex for sale, sex for bartering, sex for negotiation is mm-hmm. one of the oldest professions. So there, if you, you got to use what you got the, to get what you want. Exactly. If you think about like old Western movies based in reality of the time. There's mm-hmm. always a Miss Kitty. There's always a brothel. Go down there for the traveling man. He gonna go over there and see her to get sick stuff. Um, there has always been um, almost like a necessary area for women to take ownership of their money generating their income generating opportunities and the one thing that they came to own easily or easier than some things is their body mm. so what the hell happened well um, when did it become like when did it become slutty and sleazy and disgusting and inappropriate for men to take ownership of your own patriarchy realized that women could do it and they didn't need their permission that's that's my you know kind of perspective on it though when Mm. it was realized that I can do it and I don't really need you then you know he's like oh okay then do we all have the (laughs) kind of have that pimp in our upbringing as far as oh you know those are his girls and you know the the pimps of it takes a lot to take care of you so you got to go out there and hustle for for our money type Mm -hmm. you know what I mean 
So basically, what I'm hearing is the it just seems like control to me. Like somebody wants to, I mean, with with the question of is sex work work, it seems like our society or society validates work with what you said, like what people can control and how people feel like they, they have a say over your body. Like, mm, I don't think that sits well with me. Like, yeah, I was thinking when you were talking, this kind of reminds me of like, um, you know, marijuana. It's like a hot button issue um, these days with states uh, either decriminalizing and or legalizing it. And I think a lot of it uh, comes down to just what the government is able to tax, you know. And and so, like, I wonder does that um, does that affect sort of? I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, sex work to me is agency. Whatever you do, you have a skill, craft, whatever you do, if you want to do it, you're doing it. But, mm-hmm. you know, if the government can't tax your pussy, then they say it's like wrong or illegal. But if you mm-hmm. selling it for you, then it's like immoral or bad or Mm -hmm. I just mm, it just it's just a it's loaded it's loaded it really is and you know so I was watching this I love documentaries y'all know I'm a big nerd so I was watching the documentary I think it was called like the Mississippi Madam or something like that and it was talking about the oldest brothel in the state of Mississippi and she's um she had kind of like a very well-respected business where celebrities, politicians, athletes, businessmen visited her and uh, to kind of hear her story about how she started and how she died and having her funeral at this big church and how people in the church felt about them having this, you know, this wayward woman's funeral. And, you know, but when you think about here's a woman keeping other women safe while they Mm -hmm. make their money and they conduct their transactions. um, Why do we want to not validate that or recognize that as work just doesn't make sense to me. I think especially when you think about the media in general, right? You think about social media, you think about TV and movies where they will sell parts of, if not all of sex Mm -hmm. to the consumer and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Think about pornography. That's okay. It's totally Mm -hmm. fine for you to, to, to buy an erotic film and mm-hmm. ingest that. But mm-hmm. there's something wrong with a person saying, okay, I know that my I know that my skills are worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're worth about this much. And I'm gonna go out and do what I what I need to do to make the money that I want to make. And I know that I have this skill and I plan on sharing it. it it's it's yeah. odd that there's such a huge gap in between what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. I mean when you think about that, um Nevada is the only state that has legalized prostitution or legalized commercial sex work um, in the entire United States. So, and even within Nevada, there's only, I think, 
21 brothels across the state in eight different counties. So not even the ent the entire state has um, legalized commercial sex work. Which just it just kind of makes no sense when you think about here is a model and a framework for it working. People travel all across the country and internationally to go to the bunny ranch. Um, so to think about how that framework and how that model of making sure that the clients are safe, making sure that the workers are and the employees are safe and, you know, trying to ensure the um, safer sex and regular STI screenings and that type of thing. Um, it seems to me from a public health perspective that if we know it's going on, um, all across the country, why would we not then put money and support behind it to make it a safer activity? Like Valen used the example of marijuana. Like it just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Because I think like, how, do you tax that? How do you tax it? How much tax do you like, is the tax different from penis to vagina? Like, and I wonder if that has a lot to do with it. If you can't, there's not a way to, for the government to benefit from it. At yeah, least with marijuana, if, especially if you can, if, coming from a state that's legalized marijuana, if you have a specific way that it can be distributed, you can tax that. Mm -hmm. If it's a specific way it has to be manufactured so it's safe, you can tax that. Like you can, mm -hmm. there are specific steps in, mm -hmm. um, in the making of it that you can tax along the government the can, yeah, so the government okay. can then um, make money from that. How do you make money from the bunny ranch outside of like, you know, the well, home, I mean, the, the, the building it's in or whatever. Why would it be any different than I work, okay, as a salaried employee, you know, I make this amount of money and I'm taxed based on the total amount. Why, I don't understand why we well, would have right. to that industry any differently or like any other serving industry, wait staff exactly. and things like that. So, so you exactly. saying, so like minimum wage, like like a waitress, that's how, that's how much you should make an hour? Well, no, I'm saying we have various industries that have various tax regulations or tax brackets or whatever. So why would we not invest that same energy? Because, mm -hmm. well, my, my, my guess is, is that it's because a lot of people don't view sex work as work and they view it as something that you should be ashamed of, that you shouldn't be doing. You can sell a lot of stuff, but you shouldn't be selling your body or your skills. Or you can sell a lot of stuff, but you should not sell the one thing, the literally the one thing that you own. Right. Well, this is coming from a country who used people for chattel slavery. So, you know, well, it's like, come on, come well, on, America. Point, so point, you can sell my whole ass, but I can't <laughs> sell a part of my pussy. Like, this is, <laughs> like, I was just sitting here thinking, like, it's that's not right. And, and I think, and I mean, I don't have stats, but I would guess the overwhelming majority of sex workers are women. So then when you think about that from, you know, a social justice, reproductive mm -hmm. justice issue, again, mm -hmm. it's sort of like this, if, if our bodies can't be commodified for this mm. larger 
I don't even want to say greater good, but if people can't profit off of it, then it's just something inherently wrong, aside from whether or not it's looked at as, as immoral or not, but just the fact of a woman having this body autonomy and saying, like, this is what I'm going to do with it. Because yeah. I think, you know, the conversation, at least to some degree, is more about decriminalization than legalization. So even mm-hmm. with that, it's like, you know, who, who gets the brunt brunt end of the punishment when there are these legal ramifications for sex work like who's who's taking that like is it the the john or is Mm -hmm. it the the person who is offering the service and so i don't know know, but that's that's a good point because when you think about it just from like you said from a from a justice perspective think about how much that cost the our court system for those type of cases mm-hmm. and arrest. And I mean, you want to arrest someone for willingly mm-hmm. engaging in an adult activity for pay when there's a lot of other really major crimes being committed that you could be dedicating those resources to. Well, I think or, of, I think of is like, just how many other industries get so close to sex work and yet are so okay. Pornography being one of them, but just like think, I think the first thing came to mind was modeling. If you're a lingerie model and Mm. basically your whole ass is on a billboard or on um, a magazine cover or whatever, that is your job. It is to use your body to Mm -hmm. sell a piece of clothing and Mm -hmm. that is okay. Yes and celebrated and it's a good thing if you can become a model and you can model lingerie or whatever like you can do that mm-hmm. and that's morally okay and can be taxed and can be regulated in a way mm-hmm. but you can't have two adults that are wi- that are willing to engage in this transaction and that not be okay especially when now the, the type of culture we have now it is to casually have sex casually date not to you know um buckle down with any particular person or type of person and that's okay so you can do it for free mm. Mm. but if I decide that okay my ass is worth something and I want to charge for that because I have a I have a skill that I want to share or serve that again it's not okay it's so weird how shit gets so close to that yeah, but you you know yeah. you 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 cross over a little bit and now it's all of a sudden the most you know irresponsible immoral thing you can do in a society it's just bizarre it is i think it's it's definitely layered and i think even as a sexuality educator a a social worker like i have recently had a sex worker on my caseload for therapy and she was pregnant and i realized even though i think of myself as a very open-minded person when i was engaging with her i realized like some stuff was coming up for me mm-hmm. and so it was a good exercise and just i mean and she was is so young and like just very full of herself and i don't mean that in an arrogant way like much more assured than I was at her age, like much more in tune and um, confident about her decisions. You know, I was just doing whatever I was doing and I don't even know if I knew what I was doing, but she knows. And so, you know, she was very intentional about her pregnancy, about her mode of delivery, about her, her health issues, because she had to be because of the nature of her work. So I think to some degree, like I realized 
like I said, my own biases, but also just how much she was in tune and advocated for herself in ways that some of my other clients who, I mean, are not sex workers, um, whereas it was an area of opportunity for them. So, I mean, I definitely think it's very layered, but, you know, like how, how do we define what's, what's true work, what's work? I mean, because she's paying her bills and right. feeding her kids, you know? Right. And so, um, yeah, like it's, it's just, it's interesting, especially when you think of, I think most of the time we think of sex work, I'm thinking, you know, prostitution or, you know, I feel like pretty woman was just, I'm just going to say it was like a whitewash, you know, little Literally. parsley on the, <laughs> you know, like with, like whitewash prostitution with a little parsley on the side, Rodeo mm-hmm. Drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, think about it. So we have, you know, the, the, what we consider typical commercial sex work. Yeah. And then you have escorts who may or may not engage in physical interaction. Um, and like Valen said, there's levels and there's layers to that, you know, the you can have the girlfriend experience like there's a variety of avenues that that can be reflected and for us as a country and as a culture to generalize and say well none of that is work just seems not only small-minded but it also seems that it is um another way to disempower women yeah, when it comes to um, their bodies. So I'm going to ask a question, and I might not be the favorite for asking this. But so, since we, we've been talking about, I think when we've been talking about sex sex work, I think the three of us are thinking of commercial sex work, right? That's what we're mm-hmm. generalizing. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about those who do things like escorts or do things where it's like, what is that? What was that website? Oh, I'm not going to say. I'm not babies. Yes. People who aren't, who are exchanging time mm-hmm. for money mm-hmm. and it's, it's, and it's, and it's intimate to a degree, but is it necessarily, it doesn't necessarily always have sex. to include sex. Um, what do you think mm-hmm. about that? And is that work? That's a great, that is a great question. And this is where the sarcastic part of Dr. J comes out. If I am a 20 something year old undergrad who has been approached by a 60 something year old man because he is lonely and he wants to buy me pretty things and pay my college tuition for me to be able to uh, spend time with him I don't know of any 20 something year old that willingly does that with her or his grandparents without a little bit of eye rolling like, oh Lord Jesus, here we go again. So, I mean, I would be inclined to say that it's definitely work. Um, However, I also wouldn't necessarily be encouraging that as a profession but why because i think it's short-lived <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about career longevity yeah exactly <laughs> I, I i think it would be oh, short-lived this, this and then, like i said that's the sarcastic dr j coming out um <laughs> i was I, you know i'm thinking about that short that short beast when i was in college working as a cna get my 1250 okay I was 1250 say, I was for say, I, like I, think, I don't 
Like when I think about that aspect where it's like someone is paying me for time mm-hmm. and in, in, for, in that type of relationship, to, that, it, that doesn't sit right. That doesn't sit as work to me because mm. I am not providing a skill other than my company. And I don't, and, and I, and I, and I could be t- totally wrong if we, shit, if someone who's a sugar baby wants to, wants to come on here and tell me I'm wrong, I'd love that. But like, it just, it just doesn't, that doesn't seem like work. When you're a commercial sex worker, you are trading a service for money. And I, and I'm, it's hard for me to frame time as a service. Now, see this, you didn't make it, you didn't heat it up the pot because see, I, I would agree with you, but at the same time, if I'm thinking on the broad sexuality, you know, from that standpoint, mm-hmm. wouldn't we say intimacy is mm. sexual? Like it sexual is. And if it you're is. giving somebody your time, on, preach, you preach. know, you're giving them their love language, you know what That's I'm saying? Right. You're making them yes. feel important, connecting yep. with them. Mm-hmm. That is sexual. Having them lust. show up as a different person for okay, their, fulfilling fantasies, I mean, whether or not you're actually do, yeah, and I mean, a sexual act with them. And, you know, when you think about that type of thing, it's, isn't that what we all exchange our time and talent and knowledge for money? All of us Ooh, do that. Girl. We do for, yeah, from a job perspective, absolutely. And, and, and actually in relationships too, if you think about it, right? Like you, you get into a relationship with someone because you're, you're craving intimacy and love and, affirmation and whatever else sex whatever else from them as well and you're exchanging the way and the the exchange of that typically is time right mm-hmm. it's time and commitment as opposed to money for that particular quote-unquote service right yeah i i just think you know mm-hmm. um i should have known better in college damn girl okay oh, i'm just thinking about these student loans that going back I to have. what i said earlier off that fucking for free right okay. and, and that's what i'm saying i was out here wiping i was wiping ass but you mean i couldn't you know <laughs> bend mine over and it's like you know and i thought that was the noble thing to do first generation putting myself through college and it's like hey if i could have been a sugar baby i mean i, I, I mean if you think about it, in, other con- <laughs> in other countries and i think it tried to get us uh, like off the ground here, but it didn't. But you got professional cuddlers, people that will literally sit there and hug you for an hour for two hundred fifty dollars or whatever. Because you Damn. need, because you exactly. I mean, there are a variety of creative and innovative ways for people to get their needs met if they are willing to pay for it. So mm-hmm. going back to, we can talk about um, like a dominatrix. A dominatrix is going up to the very edge of, but not engaging in the physical act of intercourse. Intimacy, yeah. Uh, well, no, it's intimate. Now, if I if you strap me up in some rubber, put a ball in my mouth, and tell me to bend over, and you gonna spank me, that is very intimate. Yes, yes. So, yeah. but there's like how you how can you say that that you could just lump all of that and just say nope, that's not work though. But that's what I'm saying. What what is sex work? Because if I've gone to pole dancing classes and Mm. I learn how to, you know, pop, lock, and drop it, I mean, a little bit, but I don't have those meg knees. But I'm saying, like, you know, is that seductive? Bust it challenge coming through. 
Okay, you know and I can't push nothing because I'm gonna need a life alert on when trying to get back. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got some strong knees now. Don't play, I'll break it. Okay, all right, but yeah, so I mean, that's a good point. Get back in the game. No, <laughs> retired. No, you're not gonna coach, not a player. I am retired. Uh, you, you, you but need yeah, so I mean, hot girl shirt. Well. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I think it's a. It's a really interesting question, and I think it's a. It can be a very lively and respectful debate. Mm. Um. But I think people need to really broaden their minds when it comes to their definition of what work is. Um. Particularly when it's when it's around something that they don't have control over. So. I don't know, but uh, mm. I yeah. think this is a conversation that we could definitely continue to have. I think we I just, should. I I, it's so I've many wasted layers. so much time. I've wasted so much time. Do you know how much medical school costs? Girl. Okay. Girl. Mm. So. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, but you know, I, I would love, I mean, I think we had talked about this before, but I would love to talk to someone who has done sex work like right i want to i want to like interview somebody from the inside like i mean you can be so that's gonna be our call out that's gonna be yeah. our call out yeah. so yes. for everybody listening or that follows us on instagram if you or you know of someone that has participated in sex for pay and sex work um current or past Mm-hmm. Hit us up at This Is Sex Podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram or yep. This Is Sex Podcast at Gmail. Yep, that's us. Hit us up because we, we want to hear from and you. We want to continue this conversation. Um, you know, it would be really good if we could get somebody, um, a former or current employee of the Bunny Ranch to really talk to us about what that looks like. Oh, wow. I think we might need to use our... Uh, you know our network of persuasiveness and make that happen now you know i don't know that i know anybody who used to work there but i'm thinking in some of my circles i probably know some know somebody who, who visited there <laughs> okay and that's, now, that's what i'm talking about that can give the, the, right yeah. you know like i wonder if somebody will holler at me off record because i'm just thinking with the lifestyle Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be very, you know, of uh, some of the people, right, 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 right. Some of those spaces that I occupy, mm-hmm. um, there's a that lot of very money, interesting. Very a interesting. lot of access to whatever they want, yeah. and so I'm wondering if they we ever wanted to, we to, figure out how to the make that happen, and uh, no. maybe talk about that in uh, future episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, and I just thought of this now, and we do not have time to talk about this now, but we should consider this in in our continuing conversation. So there is a club in LA, um, I believe it's called Sanctum, and it is a sex club. It is a high end up there. It's it's a lifestyle club. Okay. okay. That's not what they say. (laughs) <laughs> but that's okay it's a lifestyle club but it it is incredibly e- exclusive and it's mm. i think the like going rate 
for memberships is like in the hundreds of thousands of yep. dollars and they put on um they party. clientele mm-hmm. yeah they put on parties and things and are those those folks that work there and work these parties those are sex workers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I imagine they engage in physical contact or other. Um, it's called the what? Let me look that up. Right, the same <laughs> The same sanctum. We're talking about offline girl. We're talking about offline. Okay. Um, all right, all right, all right. But I, but I wonder the same kind of thing. Like I just, I wonder like in, in a club, like Bunny Ranch and a club situation like that, where you know, you know what's happening, you mm-hmm. can, regulate it to some degree mm-hmm. because people have it's a business right why cannot why can that not be done exclusively i mean not exclusively well, but no a that's a great that's a well that's a whole yeah that's a whole hundreds thing. of thousands of dollars so they better than the ladies who be in the little inner interrogation room on um <laughs> no, like, I, I had looked at it <laughs> I have looked this this club up before because I had read about it and I was like, well, let me see. Oh, you, you have read, to you read about it. I, I read, I right. read about it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, Dr. Clay reading research. now. Right. Dr. Clay is reading now. Okay. <laughs> and like the I, I was looking at the membership, the um, amount for membership, and you have to apply for it. Right. Like, it is a, it's yeah, you have to go through probably like a background uh, check, credit check. And- yeah, and so I'm thinking like that, I mean, that's obviously because they have elite clientele, but like that must mean that the people that work there are just are mm. top notch. And so how much do they get paid and how do they get paid? Right. Like all that of that, it just, it's, it's, sorry, all of the things you thinking about tm.com if you want yes. oh, thank you for tm.com and where this says i'm just looking briefly an orem level membership is ten thousand dollars for yeah. a single person to attend a single event yeah okay. so i you know i'm just research you know what i'm saying research there you go well we gonna um i think yeah, I think this is a good, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I think this is a great play, a great, uh, I can't even get my words now. Oh, everybody, everybody has a homework assignment. <laughs> yeah, we're going we to look into that a little, do some more research. Um, but I think this is, this conversation is one that's needed and one that I would like to see us continue. Um, With somebody the in the business. Months. Exactly. So yeah. we're going to figure out how to make that happen. Um sooner than later so ladies what is this 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 is is sex